0: I am delighted to be joined by a gentleman who I hooked up with on Saturday at the Yukon Victory Parade in Hartford, and that would be the Attorney General for the state of Connecticut, William Tong. Got some big stuff to get to today, but uh, just reflect on your day on Saturday at that parade.
1: Well, I'll tell you what I didn't have. I didn't have four rings waiting for my fifth.
0: Yeah, I was showing off my bling. I showed him to the Attorney General.
1: Well, with his rings. <laughs> they don't hmm. give you one as Attorney General. Um, uh,
0: Even if you come to the parade?
1: That's right. That's right. Such an amazing uh, day for Connecticut, frankly, for our country to see you know, the basketball capital of the world regain its crown. Um, and I speak for the men and the women. We're still on top, uh, both programs. And then, of course, we added a second national championship two nights ago in Tampa, Florida, where the Quinnipiac Bobcats won the Frozen Four. So we're a double national championship within a week.
0: Quite a week for the state of Connecticut. You came to Eastern Connecticut State University last week to speak to a class. Tell me about that. Yeah, I had a great opportunity.
1: First of all, isn't Eastern in great shape? The buildings, the physical plant, um, the teachers and students um, that I talked to seem energized and, and happy to be there. And when you're just coming out of winter... Sometimes you see a few long faces, but um, everyone had a literally a spring in their step. And uh, um, I I spoke to uh, Dr. Nunez was very gracious to introduce me uh, and and spoke to the students about, frankly, what the attorney general does and um, the different areas in which I I represent not just the state of Connecticut, but represent students and their families in, in all of the big cases that affect all of us as a community. Um, and as a people. And um, I also had a chance to have lunch with them, and it was just a really, really nice morning and early afternoon to to be with
0: students speaking of the things the attorney general does you have a big press conference coming up at 10 o'clock this morning as you'll be talking about connecticut's efforts to fight back against the radical federal court decision in texas imperiling access to safe medication abortion nationwide i want you to talk about that but also the follow-up regarding how does a judge in texas have an effect on what happens here in connecticut
1: well, as I, as far as I'm concerned, he doesn't. Um, and the fact is, is, um, which, um, is used in medication abortion has been, has been demonstrated over a couple of decades of use to be not just safe and effective, but safer than Tylenol, frankly. And the fact that we, uh, in some parts of this country treated as, uh, some, some dangerous drug is, is not just not appropriate, but not medically uh, called for and necessary. And, um, and so they found uh, anti-abortion activists, and that's what they are. You know, these aren't people that have um, real claims or real cases, but they're activists, and they try to find a welcome federal judge. They went into Texas federal court to seek an injunction to stop FDA from continuing to allow the use of Mifepristone, uh, or RU four eighty six, um, and we went into um, Washington State Federal Court to launch our. I, I, I would I would I would call it a counter strike, and um, we did that in in Washington, and we were successful. So we got a judge to stop FDA from from essentially um, taking any action which would discontinue the use of mithrapristone. So now we have two competing um, federal court orders, two competing injunctions. Our injunction in Washington federal court applies to Connecticut and 16 other states in the district. So today, um, and for a long time, I believe abortion is safe and legal in Connecticut, as is medication abortion. Um, And we're going to fight tooth and nail. I'm not going to back down an inch in this fight.
0: You've got the governor, lieutenant governor, legislators, medical experts, advocates, all being part of this 10 a.m. press conference. Can you give us an idea of what the general message or maybe the specific message is going to be in that 10 o'clock event?
1: Well, that we unified. I mean, it, you see the lineup of people. There's no daylight between me and the governor and the legislative leadership on this. We are united uh, in this work, including your local state reps and state senators, Susan Johnson, May Flexer, um, the whole team. We we are a united front, and we are taking the fight to them.
0: The last time we talked, you were on the battle against ghost guns. What's the update on that? We sued four ghost
1: gun companies. Um, one ghost gun company is defiant and said, "Frankly, I don't have I don't have time to read the law and follow the law and and and." be up on the laws of every state when, you know, you're selling into Connecticut. Um, we only sued them after they sold us ghost guns here in Connecticut through the mail. So um, we're going after them. There are a couple of companies that are saying that they're going to comply and, and are, appear to be moving in the right direction. We'll see. And then the company that isn't, good luck. We'll take strong action against them.
0: And this is timely as well. You've been reminding veterans and service members to file claims to receive refunds from the Harris Jewelry Settlement, and that deadline is April the 15th. So specifically, who does that apply to and how did that come about?
1: Yeah, if you recall, Wayne, I did, I did, a, I did I think a press conference announcing a settlement about a year ago, you know, with COVID time. It's hard to remember whether it was a year ago or five years ago, um, but, but the, the short of it is Harris Jewelers was a company that was selling to service members outside of bases. And, and what they would do is basically, uh, outside of some of these big bases, there's like a street of stores right outside the, the front door. And Harris Jewelers would set up shop there with a big, splashy store and convince usually younger service members, and remember Kids go to the Army at 18, right? And so we're talking about very young people who are, in, in many cases, away from home for the first time. They have a girlfriend or a fiancé, and they want to buy a piece of jewelry and send it home. Or, or they want to buy an engagement ring, and they get roped into Harris Jewelers, and, and they don't have the cash, so they borrow money at exorbitant rates, at exorbitant prices and exorbitant rates. Um, and, and essentially, you know, they get into some loan or layaway plan, and they get roped into something they can't possibly afford. And and Harris Jewelers took advantage of our nation's fighting men and women. And that's beyond wrong and unconscionable to prey on soldiers, but they did. And so our message to soldiers is, um, if you were defrauded by Harris Jewelers, you've got to file a claim got this settlement, there's money there for you, but get a filed claim.
0: And that deadline is April the 15th. And Connecticut led 34 states and territories last year in brokering the settlement with Juul, resolving a two-year bipartisan investigation. Where do you want that money to be directed to? I wanted to go to um,
1: treatment and, and, and prevention uh, to fight the youth vaping crisis and to help fight um, our continued um, uh, battle against youth nicotine use, which can include vape and other products. So, you know, we talked, you and I've talked a lot about opioids. There are so many issues, social media, but, but smoking nicotine use is still a big issue for young people. And the newest form of it is vape and vape, um, and, and vaping products, including Juul have become an epidemic in our state and nation's schools particularly among high schoolers and middle schoolers. And so this money should go to fighting that.
0: You're a busy guy today. You've got a lot of people uh, trying to talk to you about what's happening later on this morning in that press conference. William, it was good to see you on Saturday, and we'll catch up again down the road. Thank you very much. Look forward to it. Talk to you soon, Wayne. That's our Attorney General, William Tong.